And now, it's time for Lawyers for Jesus Radio, lighting our path through law. A show about faith in the law and in the marketplace. Featuring the partners from the law firm Mauk and Baker. Located in downtown Chicago, Mauk and Baker is nationally known for defending freedom and serving the people of faith. And now, Lawyers for Jesus. Good afternoon. Welcome to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm Whit Brisky, and today we're going to talk to Ray Pagels and Alan Helms about the importance of planning for your and your family's future. Ray and Alan work for the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod Foundation, or LCMS Foundation. Alan Helms is Senior Vice President of the Foundation. Ray is a gift planning counselor. I'm an attorney and a partner with the law firm of Malkin Baker in Chicago. We are Christian attorneys who focus on serving the body of Christ with its legal needs. We do everything from zoning to estate planning, nonprofit administration to religious freedom. You can find out more about us by going to maukbaker.com, M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com, or calling 312-726-1243. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter to keep up to date on developments about faith and the law. Alan, can you tell me a little bit about the purpose of the foundation? Thank you, Witt. I sure can. Uh, the LCMS Foundation was organized by action of one of our conventions in 1958, and it was intended at that point to be what I would call the trust arm of the Missouri Synod. We were beginning to receive gifts from generous Christian stewards, but they were unusual gifts, such as gifts of grain or gifts of livestock or real estate, and there really was no mechanism at that point to receive such gifts. So the foundation was chartered and incorporated, in, as I said, in 1958 to begin to offer those kinds of services to uh, generous Lutheran Christians. Today, that has grown into the kinds of services that are involved with helping individuals make the very best gifts that they can at the end of their earthly lives to both the family they love and the ministries that they care about. We also are administrators of the various charitable vehicles that people might put in place, such as trusts or gift annuities or donor-advised funds. And then we also offer investment services to Lutheran organizations that might have investable dollars in endowment funds or cemetery funds or something like that. Do you... I'm, I'm just curious. Do you get many hog or grain donations today? Well, uh, we we get quite a few grain donations um, at Christmas time. Uh, an individual in Missouri donated nine cattle, um, just I guess to help with his year-end tax planning and that sort of thing. That livestock is a little more rare, but grain is fairly common. <laughs> that's it. I never would have thought of that. I guess that's because I'm sort of a, a suburban boy, and mm-hmm. I never thought of that. Yeah. Uh, Ray, can you give us uh, just a few words about uh, your job at the foundation? I'm a uh, thank you. Uh, my job is a gift uh, planning counselor with the Lutheran Church Missouri Center Foundation. I'm working here basically in the north uh, northern Illinois district, and uh, what we do and uh, we go and we work with Christian families. We get into. We work with them to discover the gifts that God has given to them, entrusted to them, 
and uh, we sit down on paper and create a lifetime plan for giving. A lifetime plan for giving is recording the, all the information that's happening in their life and getting it together. I'm a good listener. I listen to what their needs are. And I, after we develop all that information into a, what we call a booklet, we create the plans that God's entrusted to them and uh, how they can transfer those gifts to their family, their heirs, and to the ministries that are in their heart. That's great. Uh, and, uh, how, Alan, how do we work with uh, individual LCMS congregations to help this process? Our, our ministry is titled Transfer the Blessings, and that really is a two-part or two-pronged ministry. Uh, the first part is where we work with a congregation to either establish or reestablish an endowment fund ministry. It could be an endowment fund. It could be a separately incorporated foundation. It's whatever the congregation or ministry organization prefers. But one side of that is to just make sure that it's properly established, that it's promoted in an engaging and um, mindful way that keeps the purpose of the organization front and center. Why are we doing this? So once that work is going on among the the financial leaders of the organization, then we begin to work with individuals in part two of our Transfer the Blessings ministry, this area that Ray called the Lifetime Plan for Giving. And that's the process whereby we sit down at the kitchen table with generous Christian stewards, and we begin to understand and help them understand what God has placed in their heart to do, how he has given them that desire to be generous after his own heart. He's a generous God. We are to be generous people. And so how has he blessed them to be generous? And and we give them ideas, and it's totally up to them as to what they want to do. Thanks, Alan. This is Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm Whit Brisky of the law firm of Malkin Baker. Today we're discussing the work of the LCMS Foundation and the importance of planning for you and your family's future with Alan Helms and Ray Pagels. Alan, uh, can you explain to our listeners why it's important to think about what's going to happen upon your death or your disability now when you're healthy rather than waiting until you become sick? Um, Certainly, thanks. Um, I, I guess I could best answer that by kind of going back to the stewardship conversation again, if we think about how God has blessed us, he has not blessed us in a haphazard way. And so I believe that we should not treat those gifts that he's given us to manage in our lifetimes in a haphazard manner either when we don't need them anymore. So often we hear from donors that we talk with when we ask them, well, what's going to happen to all these blessings God has given you when you go to heaven? And the answer many times is, oh, we're just going to give it to the kids, or we're just going to let the kids deal with it. And my question back to them then is, is that really the best way to pass on these blessings that God has so lovingly given to you, um, to just let them lay there and go wherever? Uh, so we we encourage individual Christian stewards to be those responsible managers at the end of their earthly lives, just as they have been throughout their lifetimes. 
Now, we know also that none of us, except by the grace of God, is guaranteed tomorrow. I mean, we just saw on Sunday a young 25-year-old professional baseball player killed in a car accident in the Dominican Republic. Um, Like I said, except for the grace of God, that could be any of us. And so it really is wise as part of our responsible stewardship and management of those blessings to begin that work sooner rather than later. Our goal and in the work that Ray does is to maintain contact with donors and review their plan every three to five years so it's not a one-and-done type thing. The decisions that you make today as life happens and there are changes in your circumstances, Ray would be there or any of our counselors would be there to review those with you to suggest other solutions. Well, I know from a legal standpoint, I'll just add to this, uh, that getting those powers of attorney for health care and property signed is really a critical thing because I've been involved in so many situations where people wait to execute, especially those documents, mm-hmm. and then the family is stuck having to go to court to get a guardian appointed, which is extremely time-consuming. It's cumbersome. and uh, So it's always much better to work on your estate plan while you're healthy and and can really think about it and get the take the time you need to do it. Whit, one other thing I think that the listeners should consider is that taking care of this sort of thing ahead of time really does two things. One, it removes a considerable burden from the survivors of having to take care of a lot of, a lot of this. And secondly, it's a way that you can ensure that after you're in heaven— what you intended to do with those blessings God gave you happens exactly the way that you had planned because you have pieces in place. Like you said, whether it's powers of attorney, whether it's a will or a living trust or other charitable vehicles, um, it will unfold exactly as God has placed it in your heart to do. All right. That's great. Uh, Ray, uh, how, how do you use your estate plan to further the work of building the kingdom of God through a will or a trust? In working with people, once we discover the gifts and we know what they want to accomplish, if I heard it right, we come back with several plans and we review that with their goals. And if it matches their goals, then we put it in form of a trust or whatever the vehicle is, and we are now ready to go to the attorney, such as yourself, and uh, implement the plan and complete it. All right. Quarterly. So, so you help uh, the, the the person really think through the issues that they need to think through in order to to make this. That's plan. correct, and they're doing it in their own safe environment, confidentially, no charge. All right. Well, that's that's great, and. Uh, Coming up, uh, we will be talking further with uh, Alan and uh, Ray uh, about the things you might want to think about in planning for what happens when you pass away or incapacitated. I'm Whit Brisky of Malkin Baker, and you're listening to Lawyers for Jesus Radio.
Welcome back to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm Whit Brisky, partner of the law firm of Malkin Baker, and we're talking with Ray Pagels and Alan Helms from the LCMS Foundation, a foundation that helps to ensure Christian families are provided for and beloved ministries are supported. Uh, Alan, uh, Ray mentioned that you work with attorneys. Do you also work with financial planners and others to do uh, uh, those kinds of complex estate plans and help uh, the families make those decisions? Correct. Uh, I think it's important that your listeners understand, and particularly those professional advisors in your audience, that that they understand that um, our role is as what I would term uh, a charitable coach. We're there to assist faithful Christian stewards in the in the charitable portions of passing on those blessings to uh, ministries and organizations. Of course, in with that, we also seek to understand their situation. And again, so that it goes back to this idea of making the very best gifts to their family and to the ministries that they care about. So we are not attorneys. We are not financial planners. Uh, we are not estate planning attorneys. We are simply there to assist the donor on the charitable side of what they want to do with the blessings that God has given them. Well, and, and having worked with Ray on a couple of estate plans, one thing that you really do help with is gathering the information that the financial planner and the estate planning attorney are going to need in order to plan that estate. Isn't that Cor- right? That's, that's correct. We, um, we help discover those things, but again, we simply pass that on then to the professional advisor um, to assist him or her in their work with the donor or client. Well, I can tell you it's very helpful for me to get that information because it really saves time and therefore saves the client some money. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Uh, Ray, is there any charge for your services? There is no charge for our services. It's, it's done as a, uh, to discover gifts to further God's kingdom. All right. Uh, and uh, when you've finished presenting your plan – uh, essentially, you tell them now, okay, go go see a lawyer, go see a financial planner. Is that right? That's correct. And I'll even ask if they want me to go with them to explain the plan to the attorney so that all of the um, items that they want to cover and address, not just for their, for their gift part, if you will, for their family and needs of their family are addressed and uh, taken care of. Okay. And... Uh, would you describe uh, the process that you're going through as kind of helping the the person, the family, think through uh, how they want to build the kingdom of God through charitable giving, and kind of help them bring that to the to their forefront, so that they they just don't say, "Well, I just want to give it to the kids." We 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 believe in one of our foundational uh, core beliefs that God has placed a plan for generosity in each baptized Christian's heart. And he, you know, as I said before, he is a generous God. In our baptisms, we were given new hearts, hearts after his own. And so we think part of that new heart is to be generous children of God. And so what Ray and other gift planning counselors do through discussion and through prayer is to help those faithful Christian stewards on the other side of the kitchen table 
begin to discover what it is that God placed in their heart to do. It's not Ray's plan. It's not Ray's idea or gift to ministry. It's theirs. What is God asking or what has God designed for them to do? And so our process of visiting across the kitchen table is simply to help them through discussion and prayer discover what that is. Thanks. That's a great summary. Uh, You're listening to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm Whit Brisky of Malkin Baker. If you're just tuning in, we're talking about estate and gift planning with Alan Helms and Ray Pagels of the LCMS Foundation. Uh, Now, uh, you mentioned at the beginning, Alan, some various types of things that can be used in terms of uh, planning for charitable gifts at the end of the lifetime. Could you go through a few of these and and explain what they are to our listeners? Uh, Certainly. We we know that most commonly uh, one way to make, or maybe the most common way to make a gift to ministry um, is to simply include in your uh, will or your living trust what, what is known as a bequest, and that is just an outright gift from your estate at some point. Surprisingly, even though that would seem to be fairly simple, um, probably our research would show that less than 10% of individuals, again, faithful Christian stewards, less than 10% do that. They don't know what they can do, or they're not encouraged, or they're not asked, and those are the kinds of things we do. Now, there may be situations, as we sit down and visit with donors, there may be situations where they're concerned about the tax-deferred assets that they have accumulated and how when that passes to their children, chances are, unless there are some other things done, chances are that taxes will be taken out of that before it's passed on to the children. And in many cases, federal and state taxes can amount to as much as 40% or more. So right off the top, those blessings that I've received that God gave me the, the ability to work hard for, um, 40% of that is going to be diverted for, for taxation, and it will not pass to my heirs. Uh, secondly, sometimes donors are concerned about the ability of their children to manage lump sum distributions. They might waste it, they might hurt themselves with it, or worse yet, they might hurt someone else with it. So in those two situations, one of the kind of standard recommendations that we make is a charitable remainder trust, where those tax-deferred assets or a certain portion of their estate can go into a trust that the foundation manages, makes gifts to the family members for 20 years, small manageable chunks, 5% generally a year, and then at the end of 20 years, which is the maximum these things can, uh, can last, Uh, whatever's left in that trust can go to ministry. So it allows for a faithful Christian steward to give a significant or all of his estate or her estate to their children and significantly most or all of their estate to ministry at the end of 20 years. We call those give-it-twice charitable trusts. In addition, sometimes if individual Christian stewards want to involve their family in passing along their stewardship values and in being generous. Uh, A popular vehicle for that is a donor-advised fund, 
where the husband and wife, the mother and father, will set that up. They will involve their children as advisors in that donor advised fund as the years go by. Um, we have donors tell us that each Christmas they will sit down with their family and they will just have a lot of fun around the table deciding where those gifts are going to go that, de- that year. So those are two of our more popular charitable vehicles. Well, that's, that's good. And, of course, those kinds of things are, uh, can really be traps for the unwary if you don't have a good lawyer who understands them and can help you put them together. Is that right? That's right. And, again, our role is to educate our role is, is to encourage so that they can make the very best decisions as to how to accomplish that plan that's been placed in their heart. All right. And uh, so if you're part of an LCMS congregation and would like to uh, work with the foundation, how would you do that? Um, we have gift planning counselors like Ray deployed throughout the United States Uh, But probably the best way at this point, if you're not familiar with what we do or who might be in your area, is simply to go to the uh, LFND, Larry Frank Nancy David, dot org. And that's our website. And there will be a place on there where you could indicate that you would like to have somebody contact you about making a gift or about talking with somebody who can help you through this process. And, and then someone will contact you? And... Correct. So, uh, generally, that will come to me, and then I'll look to see who's in the area or who. For instance, if it was somebody from the Chicagoland area, I would then pass that on to Ray, and Ray would contact the individual who left the inquiry. Okay, that's, that's great. And, uh, well, I, uh, I really appreciate uh, Ray and Alan coming on and explaining the work of the uh, LCMS Foundation and how they work with attorneys, and, uh, and, and it's really important, I just want to emphasize, to start working on your estate planning issues now rather than when you're sick, uh, just so that you're not left with a situation where you need a guardianship or where your property ends up going uh, really to the wrong place, or worst of all, your heirs or some other beneficiaries end up fighting after you're gone over the process. And, and just to highlight that point, too, we, have, we find that we work with younger families as well on wills and guardianship issues. That's great. That's great. If you have a legal need or question and want to, the perspective of a local Christian attorney, contact us at Balkan Baker. You can reach us at 312-726-1243. Again, at 312-726-1243 or at malkbaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com. Malk & Baker is a Christian law firm based in Chicago, which serves churches, ministries, businesses, and individuals in their legal needs, including a full range of estate planning services. Call us and mention Lawyers for Jesus Radio for a free consultation. Serve somebody. Yes, indeed, you're gonna have to serve some.